Welcome to The Gender Rebels, a question and answer podcast that explores life outside the gender binary. I'm Kath, a cis woman and ally. And I'm Faith, a trans woman. Special thank you to all our Patreon supporters. Hey everyone, I'm Kath. And I'm Faith. Gosh, we missed you guys. Yeah, we have. It's. I'll, I'll tell you one thing, I think these times have been unprecedented. In these unprecedented times, it's difficult to sit around at home and talk into a computer we got no excuse. I got plenty of excuse. It What's was your excuse? Co- it was COVID. I had surgeries. I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was. It was so stressful. I was so scared for a year. I have no excuse. Faith has plenty of excuses. Um, I'm lazy. I'm also lazy. Yeah, that's basically, yeah. That's my excuse. Yep. We love you. Here we are. We have some patrons we to do. thank. We do. Thank you, guys. Greya Rose. Thank you, Greya Rose. Thank you, Peter K. Nathan T. Thank you, Rachel B. Emma X. Or, cool. or Emma the 10th. Emma the 10th. It might be Emma the 10th. Yes. She's one of the popes. Uh-huh. Um, Meet A. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mika H. Thank you. Thank you, Mika. Julie J. Julie thank J. Thank you. Jonathan M. Jonathan M. Thank you. Yep. Ava R. Thank you. Ava R. So awesome. Thank you, everyone. Thank, thank you. you so, so much. Thank you, guys. And again, you know, Patreon, where we cut it down to it's basically a dollar a month is really the only option now. And that's just so you can access all the bonus content uh, that we've got on there. A bunch of extra podcast episodes mm-hmm. and silly stuff. So. Some videos. I think you like it. Hey, Faith, I got a question. Yes. A lot of you have been sending us questions despite our silence, and we appreciate that, and we're going to jump right in with Emma's question. I'm a young trans listener and a big fan, and I want to know, how should I start? I'm young and don't know if I want to be public. I feel bad for the people I've brought into the closet with me. I just listened to that episode, and I've just been bad mentally. I would appreciate if you could give me some tip or just reassurance. All the same, I would love if you could respond. By the way, I'm a 13-year-old pansexual trans woman. Sorry if that was a mouthful, but thank you, Emma. Thank you. Emma, thanks for listening, first of all. Yes. Um, Thanks for writing. I gotta say, one, Emma's a possum. Emma is a possum. Their picture is a possum. Emma's Emma's little, little, what is that? Emma's profile pic is a tiny, adorable possum with yes. a little pink nose. So thank you. I uh, approve. First of all, thanks for the picture of a possum. A lot of uh, marsupials do listen to this show, and mm-hmm. they don't really give a lot of credit to the marsupial listeners. It's true. So basically, uh, you're, you're 13. You don't know if you want to come out yet, and you feel bad that you've brought people into the closet with you. I just feel bad mentally. Like, I think we all feel bad mentally. You're not alone in that. Mm. Um. Give me some tip or reassurance. All the same. Love if you could respond. So, gosh, you're 13. And I think I think the fact that you're 13 and you're like, I'm pansexual and a trans woman. Uh, farther than I was when you I was 13. are way ahead of the game. You're so far ahead. This is awesome. It took me 20 years to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we talk about, we did an episode about this. We'll link below. But we... We talk about bringing people into the closet with you. Mm-hmm. So there's this idea that coming out of the closet is like letting the world know who you really are. Mm-hmm. 
bringing people into the closet is is basically just telling one or two people and being like, can you have to keep the secret? Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's, it's the process of coming out. It is. Maybe it's the only steps you'll take. It sounds like you're not quite decided, but just letting people know this is how I think, but I don't feel safe for everyone in the world to know this. So now you're in my closet with me. And I feel like there... I don't even remember what we said about this, but we might contradict ourselves now. But I think that... It is tricky when you bring someone else into the closet with you because you are asking a favor of someone. You're asking them to keep your secret. You are complicating their lives. Mm -hmm. But friends and trusted companions or or family members or uh, Zeppelin repair people, Mm -hmm. these exist. Like we have that trust. We have those relationships because we do ask difficult things of those people and they're going to ask difficult things of you and that's just human relationships. Yeah, that's a friendship. That's how yeah. it is. Yeah. So I, I don't necessarily think there's a, a negative connotation to that. Sometimes a tr- sometimes coming out can be like so easy and freeing and other times it can be baby toes. And I think we all, you know, not baby toes, but like <laughs> putting your, your toe in the, uh, dipping a toe in the water. Of a baby pool. A baby step. <laughs> <laughs> and a toe in the water, baby toes. It can be real <laughs> baby toes. Um, it, we're recording this in the morning. We are sober. Um, it, it can be coming out. It's its own journey for everyone, and it's unique for everyone. Mm-hmm. And I think the the issue with with um, bringing people into the closet with you is like, yeah, that's a normal step to coming out. I think. Mm-hmm. I think coming out to that first person you can trust is. Such a normal step. I think where it can be a problem is when <laughs> you're doing that to everyone. Mm. Slowly but surely, uh, just bringing more and more people into your closet instead of just coming out and you're you're avoiding. Uh, and you're using that as an excuse to kind of avoid a difficult transition. Mm. And again, it's your transition. Mm-hmm. So even then, I might go, hey, come on, just come out already mm-hmm. instead of... You know, you know what you want to do. You're just afraid, and and I would encourage you to come out. But this this sounds like you're, you're 13. You're you're probably. I mean, it sounds like you're just you've just taken those baby toes. Yeah. You have the people in the closet with you. You have the handful of people you trust, and you are learning. Like you are the best expert on your own life. You know mm-hmm. how safe it is. You know who's safe to tell and who you might have to prepare or feel out or maybe never ever be able to tell this is you in your learning process and while i can't tell you to stop feeling bad or feeling guilty i do think just objectively based on all the people i've spoken to about this and other circumstances it isn't such a tremendous burden for them to be in the closet with you. I brought you in the closet. Yeah, I feel like one of the examples we discussed in that episode Mm. was when your mom knew and your dad didn't. Yeah. And it was tricky because they're divorced, but they have the grandkid in common, and so they would talk uh, from time to time at, like, some birthday party or something. And so your mom was sort of in this tricky spot. She was already working on getting your pronouns right, getting your name right, and then having to shift back to not out you to your dad and... Um, anything I can criticize people for is also something I've done. And I just want to make it clear that I'm not criticizing people for, for doing that. I think, 
I wanted to make it clear that like so it's mean. it's when you no, it, I think there comes a point. I think it's a natural thing to bring people into the closet. I think it can be healthy. It can be a good part of coming out. Mm-hmm. It can be a major important step. I think it can also sometimes go too far mm-hmm. <laughs> where mm-hmm. you just need to kind of um, take that step. Um, and, and it can be a way that you avoid. Mm hmm. A confrontation in a way that can be unhealthy. So I think it is healthy, but I think taken too far, it can be unhealthy. That's what I wanted to articulate. That's I'm fair. sorry. Go ahead. And, and I'm guilty of that as well. So I, <laughs> as someone who was brought into a closet in multiple circumstances with loads of privilege and, you know, um, I never did find it particularly burdensome, but I can understand that my situation is not the same for everyone who's been brought into someone's closet. Um, and I don't, and I don't think you were like criticizing. I think you were giving your, yeah. your point of view and I hope Emma didn't hear it that way or, or, or any of our other listeners. Um, but like bringing someone into the closet is kind of the only way to do it unless you like yeah, shout from the rooftops to everyone on the planet, I'm trans. And yeah. then like, it's always going to be a process, it's very right? Difficult because I think this becomes, starts to become a, a societal change thing. And obviously some parts of society are a little further ahead than other parts of mm-hmm, society. Mm-hmm. And it depends if, you know, if Emma lives in in Berkeley versus, you know, West Virginia, there's mm-hmm. going to be a difference. I would, had this been 15 years ago, cautioned a 13-year-old to be like, don't come out, mm-hmm. you know, um, stay in. There's no reason to, you know... Um, no reason to rush this or takes. But the thing is, like, now I feel like it is, I feel like the younger kids, and I feel old even talking about that sort of thing, <laughs> but I feel like the younger kids are more open about this stuff. Mm-hmm. or more open in a lot of ways about the fact that um, gender is a spectrum. Mm-hmm. Sexuality is a spectrum. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, these categories like pansexual or, um, you know, trans or whatever are like, they exist for our convenience, but really everyone's like a little different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's freeing. And I wish the people in our country who talk about wanting freedom would recognize that this is a bit of freedom. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, they're not really about freedom. They're for freedom for them, yes. control for the people they don't like. Yes. And, um, but I, I think that, you know, I don't know your situation. I don't know who you have in the closet with you. I'm guessing it's probably going to be a good friend. Or it could even be a brother, sister, nibbling, sibling, um, cool, parents, sibling. Mm-hmm. Uh, did we come up with a neutral, gender neutral term for a parent, sibling? Avery told us fa. Fa. Is an aunt or an uncle. Okay. Sounds like part of a word that you're not finishing. It does. <laughs> um, a famous person. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, I want to guess that whoever you brought into the closet isn't a parent. Yeah. Because I feel like that's sort of the the big one. That's that's not even a coming into the closet thing. That's part of mm-hmm. coming out yeah. thing. Especially in the case of a trans person who really need someone to help them coordinate whatever medical steps are going to happen right yeah. now. Um, and that's really the thing, If is, is if you feel comfortable and safe coming out in a way that you're like, um, 
maybe I do have the conversation with my parents about puberty blockers Mm -hmm. or, Mm -hmm. um, which I think everyone should be on puberty blockers. (laughs) Just let everyone hit puberty at 18. You can figure out yourself then. Um, I would have loved puberty blockers at the time. But well, sure, you would. I would have. Yeah, <laughs> I. I don't know. You know, I. It's. It's. I think it's a nightmare, no matter when it happens. Yeah. And I would rather get it over with before I had organic chemistry. <laughs> uh, but I had to go through puberty while I had algebra, so that yeah. wasn't good either. Yeah, it's never There's a good no time. Good time. So I don't know if it's something that you are a you know capable of discussing with a family member because mm-hmm. this is a crucial time potentially. Thir- mm-hmm. Thirteen is is. Um, you know, you say you're a trans woman, and for trans women, a lot of the time it can be the younger you come out, the the better your outcome, or not necessarily the better your outcome, but like maybe the more easy your transition. Assuming, um, of course, everything goes well, assuming yeah. that the parent says, I love you no matter what, let's talk about what the next step is, yeah. and the parent doesn't say get out of my house yeah like, no 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 yeah, that's what i I'm don't want to assume anything about emma's yeah. situation or anyone else and i understand you know, why someone even today another 13 year old trans kid is keeping their mouth oh, shut. oh absolutely and again every every journey is like i i didn't come out and start transition until i was in my 30s mm-hmm. and honestly i i'm glad I, I obviously i would have been you know me at 19 would have been pretty damn cute but like (laughs) but like i you at 19 were pretty damn i was pretty damn cute i was just the wrong gender but the wrong way um the issue is like i don't know that i really had the maturity Hmm. you know in my own personal life Mm -hmm. and i'm glad i i came out in a time where i was more financially stable where Mm -hmm. i was more um you know responsible in my work life Mm -hmm. and and i was in a healthier place mm-hmm. physically. Um, so not to derail the topic, but you said yeah. something that I think is kind of interesting. I want to ask about, especially in the mm-hmm. context of like a 13 year old yeah. listening to this, you, you were saying that your level of maturity yeah. and your stability. And I guess like where you were in your career and everything that was helpful for you for the time that it you was to come out. It was, but I also, I also grew up, you know, evangelical Republican, etc. So like I, I wouldn't have had the opportunity it wouldn't to come have been out good at 13. If you had come out, yeah. Yeah, especially yeah. in the 90s. And they like, didn't, it, it wasn't good. They didn't even have. What did they have? Nothing. In the 90s. It was kind of a. You, there weren't trans kids in the 90s. You would probably go to. I would have gone to Christian therapy or military school. Yeah. My dad was always threatening me with military school. And um, that, that would have been arguably much, much worse yeah. than your cool, weird, yeah. artsy high school and your. And your uh, college and so, hanging around normal kids and majoring in history and stuff yeah like so you took you made decisions that were right for you i did in your circumstances at the time yeah and yeah. that emma is it's hard for us to we can't give you advice because we don't know your circumstances but i can say this um one your feelings are normal and there's nothing wrong with your feelings mm-hmm. Uh, that is, I think, the most crucial thing I can tell you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is listen to us now. Listen to our other episodes. If you want reassurance, you came to the right place. <laughs> you are on the right track. Yeah, and don't let anyone tell you that this is a moral failure mm-hmm. that you're doing anything morally wrong mm-hmm. by having these feelings. Mm-hmm. That you are hurting anyone mm-hmm. by having these feelings. You are not. Your feelings are something you can't help. They come to you. Mm-hmm. This is who you are. And 
It is not a sin. It is not hurting anyone. It is not... Um, a, doesn't unhealthy. make you a bad person. Not it's not unhealthy. Yeah, you're not broken. You are a normal human being. It's actually glorious. It's like amazing. It's, it's it sort sucks of, a lot, but it's... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a blessing and a curse. Um, <laughs> no, it's... It's normal. That's what I want to say. This is normal, and there are a ton of trans and queer people out there. There are a ton of pansexual people out there. Mm. Um, There are a ton of people on the LGBTQ spectrum all over the place. Mm -hmm. That rainbow flag has a lot of stripes. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's normal, and it's healthy, and it doesn't mean you're wrong or broken. You are a... Regular human being, mm-hmm. and that is the one most important thing I can tell you, is don't let this be a source of shame for you. Mm-hmm. Um, People will try, but just try as much as you can, let it roll off your back. A lot of our society is going gonna, is gonna to try, mm-hmm. but uh, that is the one most important, crucial piece of information I can give you. Mm-hmm. As far as tips, tips whether you're going to... Jump out of the closet with a pride flag waving, or you're gonna slowly take baby feet, you baby know, toes. baby steps, baby, baby toes. toes. Yeah. Um, that's gonna depend on your circumstances, and you know your circumstances best. You mm-hmm. know your situation best. You know what is safe for you. That's it. So I had said you're on the right track, but how fast you move along that track mm. is up to you and entirely in your control. So don't another thing, don't let anyone tell you you're doing that wrong. You should be coming out faster. You shouldn't have told anyone. You are a smart, savvy kid who is able to educate yourself about what all this is and what it means and who you are. And you are able to apply that to making your decisions about what's next. If it's just sit tight until I'm 15 and I'm in high school or something like that, do that. Continue to make the decisions that are in your own best interests based on your experience of what you know about the people around you and the self-education you're able to do. Yeah. And also, like, being 13 is awful. Oh, God. I want to say that 13, 12, 13 was probably that junior high time. Mm-hmm. Um, really... I guess, yeah, 11, seventh grade was about 11. Mm. I started high school, I think, around 13 or so. But that junior high time was f- fucking brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's awful. It's This is probably going to be the most difficult part of your life um, for a lot of people. Um, I don't, again, I don't know your circumstances. I don't know your future. I don't know your past. Mm. But I do know for a lot of people, junior high is like the hardest time. Yeah, Kids are are horrible to each other your body's doing weird stuff that especially as a trans kid Mm -hmm. is like gonna cause you way more stress Mm -hmm. than it would for a cis kid um but at the same time being (laughs) producing weird amount amounts of grease and pimples and hormones hormones and it's just stuff and and hair yeah, it's just going to be unfun. And everyone and... around you, everyone your age, feels weird and awkward and gross and self-conscious. And some kids just turn mean yeah. because of that. And I that was the worst part because we're all in this together. I don't know why we can't just band together. Some kids are shits, you know. And Yeah, some people are shits. Don't turn into 
one of the shits. Yeah. yeah. And try to avoid the shits. And honestly, high school's not great, but it is better than junior high. I guarantee you that. And college is going to be awesome. College. If you go to, oh co- if you go to college. Yeah. Um, not everyone goes to college. <laughs> what? It's true. No, I'm just thinking how the vast difference between your quality of life in high school and college is, yeah. is whatever the opposite of falling off a cliff is, that. Yeah. Flying up onto a cliff. <laughs> That's what it is. This is your journey. And like Cass said, it's it's gonna it's okay. This is the other thing I will say. It is okay to not know what everything. It is okay to be confused. Mm-hmm. The this is the quote that I carried with me for all of my transition and through all my creative work and everything. And I've said it on this show before. It's a Jack Kerouac quote. Um that I had nothing to offer the world but my own confusion. And I think it's something that the media is going to portray, social media is going to portray, is that everyone's like on top of things and cool and and we're not. We're confused mm-hmm. emotional messes. Mm-hmm. Every single human being is a confused emotional mess. And I think, I think social media has been terrible in that we all sort of present this idealized version of ourselves and i'm not even talking about filters i'm talking about like success Mm -hmm. travel wealth everyone's in a great mood on tiktok or or look at this effortless dance i pulled off that you know they were practicing for weeks yeah it's we're not we're all messes and we're all confused and no one knows what's going on and here's the scary part those like 60 year olds running the government they don't know either getting through the day <laughs> we're all confused messes spinning on a rock that's going around a ball of hydrogen it's amazing we've managed to, to keep a <laughs> lid on things so far <laughs> the fact that we even have a semi-functional society is a miracle in itself but the point is the point is emma like don't feel bad about yourself because you're confused or you or maybe you don't know you know, am I ready to come out? Yeah. Am I am I ready to take this step? Am I ready to go throw on this dress and go outside mm. for a walk? Like, you don't know, or you're scared, or you're unsure, or maybe I like this person, maybe I don't like this person, mm. maybe, maybe, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm trans, maybe I'm non-binary, maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds like you know, but here's the thing, stuff changes. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I, I discovered about transition for myself was a lot of the, um, like, I don't think I became more male attracted. I think I just was able to accept the fact <laughs> that I kind of always was, mm. but that I had to bury it. And so there's that idea of like, wait a second, am I still me? Mm-hmm. Is this changing? No, it's sort of just, you're relaxing a little more. So you might, you might think you're a trans woman now and that's how you identify now and that's great mm-hmm. um that might change mm-hmm. in the future you might be like oh you know what i'm more non-binary mm. um maybe i'm a little more comfortable with that or maybe i'm comfortable just just um i'm feeling a gender today a gender today at all yeah i don't know what it is to feel a we can change over time it. um mm-hmm. and don't be afraid of that you know again these categories exist because they are helpful, mm-hmm. but we shouldn't let these categories block us in. Mm-hmm. And that is a real 
thing and especially society once you go once you start getting in medical professionals and dealing with that kind of stuff is like people love categories yeah and categories are there's no such thing as a tree okay no i'm serious <laughs> there is no Unpack biological definition me. of what is a tree hmm. okay that because that's a thing humans came up with humans wanted this category tree bush plants whatever there's not it's like planet there's no category for that here's the weird thing fish there's no biological definition of fish except to exclude certain things so like (laughs) we want categories medical diagnoses are very similar i think is what you're getting around (laughs) yes (laughs) we humans want categories and we want boxes to put things in but nature doesn't like that Mm -hmm. nature doesn't work that way the Mm -hmm. universe does not work that way but humans are like no this is this thing and this is a different thing and it's all a weird spectrum and categories come in handy but we have to understand that they have to be flexible or we have to be willing to change them or jump from one to another yeah they're a tool they're not a rule hey hey you expressed it in a better way and it rhymes (laughs) so go with what kath said instead of my weird thing where i deny the existence of trees (laughs) (laughs) every time you see a tree it's a lie that tree is lying to you and also it's not there no it's all a conspiracy um so we said don't yeah accept yourself Mm mm-hmm um, educate yourself educate That's yourself what I would say. yeah like, like you're saying how uh things might change you may feel one way now and another way tomorrow of course that's and that the case and that doesn't mean that any of those feelings are in- invalid correct um but what we can say with 100 percent certainty is more knowledge will help you read more books talk to more people listen to more podcasts always be skeptical there's a lot of bad data out there a lot of shitty stuff on the internet but there are a lot of good resources and we'll list a few in the show notes of books we've recommended before, just sort of like a gender workbook, like sort of working stuff out, sorting things through. I Yes to this question, no to this one, and maybe undecided to this one. If nothing else, it'll help you get a few more terms. Mm-hmm. It'll help you hear about other kinds of people who are going through similar but different um, experiences. Like the greater your breadth of knowledge, of the sexualities and presentations and internal states, uh, the better equipped you're going to be to figure out how you want to be and who you want to be. Yeah. Which, again, might change. Not that this is written in stone, but information is always a good thing. It is. And like Kath said, be skeptical um, and know that, again, this is this is your life. This is yourself. Be true to yourself. Don't be ashamed of who you are because of this Mm -hmm. don't let other people shame you and know that you're in a really great place we get a lot of questions from people who are like i'm 20 i'm 30 i'm 40 is it too late to transition you're 13 this is great you have a whole lot of other problems that they didn't have you've got a lot of problems right now that faith didn't have when she was 13 but you also have opportunities that they didn't have and if you are able to get to a place where you come out and you get puberty blockers or whatever intervention if you want any interventions even just therapy that's so great that's that's gonna set you up so so well for a really great life uh and i really hope you're able to do that and if you're not i just want you to be safe honestly and remember also that there is no one way to be transgender no well 
You have to be transgender. Just, just don't be cis. That's how you uh, be trans. That's, yeah, that's pretty much the way Thanks to do it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, no, it's it's that the idea that you might think, okay, well, I want to be, you know, I identify trans. I feel this way. I have gender dysphoria. Um, this is how I identify. But surgery scares me or hormones scare me mm-hmm. or... I hate doctors. Yeah. Or I like, hate psychologists. I hate talking about myself. Yeah. There's no one way to be trans. Uh, every person's journey is different. Your journey is going to be unique. And it's going to be twisty and turny. And it's going to come with surprises. And you're going to surprise yourself. As long as you're not cis, you're doing it right. It's going to be like a roller coaster. Parts are going to be scary. But it's going to be awesome. I like the roller coaster metaphor because a lot of it's going to be boring, too. Oh, yeah. And there's a lot of waiting. That. No, I'm thinking the line. Oh yeah, that's to too. get to because yeah, yeah. the that's pretty thrilling actually. It is kind of fun. That's the, oh my god, here it comes. <laughs> yeah. part. but um, yeah, that's something I've learned from you throughout doing mm-hmm. this podcast. Is if you're trans, there's a lot of waiting, waiting for an appointment, waiting for a letter, waiting for the pills to kick in, waiting, waiting, waiting. Yeah, you do need to be patient. Might as well patient. get some reading material and download some podcasts yep. while you're waiting. So, Emma, good luck with everything. Uh, you know, let us know how things go. Keep in touch. And uh, I hope this is helpful to you. And um, keep learning. Yeah. Keep listening. Keep reading. And mm-hmm. write us back. Let us know how it's going. Yeah. Thanks for writing, Emma. And thank you, everyone, for listening. All right, everyone. We'll talk to you later. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to help us keep making great content, go to patreon.com slash gender rebels. Please leave a five-star review on iTunes and send your questions to questions at genderrebels.com. Music for the Gender Rebels is by Jasper the Colossal. Link down below or download them on iTunes. For all our episodes, visit genderrebels.com. Gender Rebels is a comeback sync production. All rights reserved. To all you gender rebels out there, keep rebelling! Podcast episodes mm-hmm. and silly stuff. So. Some videos. I think you like it. Yeah. Hey, Faith, I got a question. Yes. Can I have your phone? <laughs> Nope. Thanks for listening, everybody. (laughs) Wait, what's our theme song? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This whole time, a lot of you have been sending us questions.